a decent sounding USB microphone, plug in your computer, record in your closet, yeah. and you'd be surprised at what you can get out of that. So yeah, consider your room. Mm-hmm. Your room is almost un- as important as your microphone. Absolutely. I'll say that for sure. Absolutely. Sequence five, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton, and this is the podcast for business owners, marketers, people who are trying to get their message out, whether or not you own a business or if you're just launching a new product or anything like that. We want to help you get out in front of your audience, get your message out there. And so today I have some amazing co-hosts with me. So what's up, Jason Miller? Oh. You're talking about Lauren, right? Yeah, no, I mean... What's up? My name is not Jason. <laughs> Hi. Hey. So we're here in this beautiful location, Red Barn Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to kind of set the stage. I should have done it ahead of time. But anyway, also, Lauren, what's up? How's hey. Hey. So Miss Lauren, is. Uh, this is her first time, but not my first time, into Red Barn Studio. So give a little backstory here. You've been here a lot, man. Been, <laughs> a lot. Late almost, nights. That is true. Sounds yeah, yeah. Making making awesome music videos. Yeah, live session work. Yeah, you're always my guy. Try to. We started. Uh, yeah. So make sure you guys check out Red Barn Studio live sessions on YouTube. You'll see some of my work, Jason's work. You'll get to see some of the space. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool people that we've been able to work with over time. So name drop a few. Um. You know, the obvious guy is Gregory Allen Isaacoff. We've done some work with him. But on a local scale, guys like Handmade Moments, which are spectacular. So much fun. Band. They sat on my couch and hung out and played two songs for us. With saxophone. Yeah, and beatboxing. and I mean, all of it. We've really got to experience some interesting, really neat folks through through the space. Yeah. So it's been been awesome. Absolutely. So what we're going to be talking about today and the reason that Jason is kind of helping us co-host this episode is we're, we're going to be talking about what it takes to produce a good quality video or audio podcast. Um, so you as a business owner, marketer, someone who's really, like we said, trying to get your message out there, the best way to do that nowadays is creating content. And so you want to make sure it sounds good. You want to make sure that you're, <clears throat> this is, this is like super nerve wracking because I'm critiquing myself. You want to speak clearly, slow down. Mm. You don't want to <clears throat> clear your throat too much. Drink your Onyx coffee while on mic. All, all the, the things. All the things. Just do everything we, we do tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do opposite. opposite. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, um, but yeah, Jason, thanks so much for having us here. We're excited uh, to test out. The new Aston Stealth microphones. So we're going to ask something. Mm. So we kind of kick off our episodes with some different things. But first off, an obsession that you have this week. Uh, what are you obsessed with this week, Jason? Anything random. It doesn't matter what it is. I was obsessed with flying down the mountain in Colorado this week. Boom. Nice. Uh, we barely made it out of there mm-hmm. uh, alive. We were cruising west on i-70 and the snow was starting and they've i checked on the snow reports they've had 31 inches in the last 24 hours that's crazy they're getting dumped on so uh had a good time snowboarding yeah yeah got my mind off of work and it's a cool obsession yeah Yeah. for just a week a year just one hey that's (laughs) That's all i can handle and i was about to say i don't know that i could handle anymore or afford 
<laughs> it's <laughs> expensive real. out there. And then if you break something, that's yeah, where my mind is. <laughs> you so, know yeah. I'm a very cautious snowboarder the older I've got. <laughs> yeah. No black diamonds. Lauren, what are you obsessed with this week? Okay, mine's really specific. But mm-hmm. so, and I know Brian and I have talked that we might do a future episode on this tool, but Canva, I use like hours a day, Mm. but they have recently started letting you animate your graphics, which is really, really cool. Very cool. So I was doing an Instagram story today and I was able to have six options of how to animate it today. And that was really nice and it made it look stellar. And I loved that. It was so easy. Um, So... Canva, if you haven't used it, you should be. Yes. And you can try to animate something. New features. So good. I need to look into Canva. <laughs> Jason was editing an Instagram story when we arrived. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> proofreading. <laughs> that's another. Yeah. That's, my wife is my Instagram proofreader. She's, no, she's, should be. She likes language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my obsession this week is this beautiful microphone. Jason mm. pre-ordered this. We got to see it when we were at uh, the NAMM show in Anaheim earlier this year. Bro, we got the rundown from uh, the man himself, the president, that's true. James. Yeah. Uh, he gave us like a 20-minute spiel on this yeah. thing. He sold me, I, except I haven't purchased mine yet. It's so. okay. I got anyway. two. You can not borrow either. <laughs> He's not, like, if you yeah. want to come to this studio, you, you can, can use them here, bro. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So actually speaking of that, let's talk about this. So Mm -hmm. when somebody's getting started doing audio recording, video recording, you obviously don't have to have an amazing setup like Jason Miller has here to get good audio, but it obviously helps because there are a lot of features about these things that uh, really help make your voice sound good, very clear. And then obviously the setup that Jason has, you don't have to have. This is amazing, by the way. But yeah, people just starting out, we really wanted to talk with you guys about kind of the basics of getting into good audio recording, good video recording. So okay, but uh, yeah. So one of the things that we want to start with is really budget stuff, right? Um, so think back, Jason. Mm. Mm. Think back to some of your first microphones, your first audio recording setups. Sure. What, what was that like on that uh, cassette tape deck in your college dorm room? Yeah, I did. I had a four-track cassette uh, recorder back in my do- uh, college days, and I was the guy that uh, liked to tinker with things and record my friends, and I was the guy that got called on to do that. Man, sound quality um, leaps and leaps and bounds better these days than that. A lot of hiss, a lot of high-end uh, noise, yeah. just awful. But, you know, it was capturing something, and it was that joy of – capturing a moment in a guitar part that was just fascinating to me yeah, and really got me hooked. Um, but that's important too, because we're talking through this. We want to make sure that quality is there, but don't, don't try to get the best quality and never put out anything because you're scared that it's not just absolutely the highest of quality. Like still put it out, still ship it, get it out there. Absolutely. The content matters. But if you can set up the audio ahead of time, let's just say really amazing gear isn't going to automatically mean you're going to release a bunch of content. Mm -hmm. You have to have content's king, right? So you have to have ideas and thoughts to push out and let the gear just be a tool to get that out instead of the means to get it out. I don't know. You can, you can rely way too much on gear these days. Absolutely. A lot of us audio guys get fascinated and obsessed with Mm -hmm. gear and tools and that's not me. 
No, yeah, no. I mean, I know you like this mic so much. I'm just, <laughs> but no, it's just a tool. Yeah. So actually, that brings up Casey Neistat. Actually, mentioned that one time because mm. people were always asking him about his gear, and he's like, "It's just a tool. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It yeah. helps me tell my story. Yep. That's all it is." And so that's always stuck with me. I'm like, that makes sense because I've had really expensive gear. And it didn't make my production mm-hmm. any better if I didn't know how to use it, if mm-hmm. I didn't know how to actually, you know, tell the story any better through that. So Absolutely. What's that saying? The best camera is the one that you have on you in the moment? Like uh, like phone? Yep. Just use it. Yep. You know? Yep. And I think that matters too today. I, you know, obviously capturing everything that you can. So Sure. But anyway, so let's kind of get into uh, some, some more basic stuff. So let's talk about, uh, you know, Sound treating, right? Okay. So when you're in your college dorm room, you're recording, right? Are you in the closet? Are you in the, the gymnasium? I've, 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 I've been in every room of my house over the years. I've been in closets with clothes for dampening and absorption. I've been in bathrooms because I thought the reverb sounded cool, which ah. looking back, it didn't. <laughs> it really didn't. Um, if you're talking specifically about podcasting and, and spoken word type uh, uh, audio you want you want your room to be as dead mm-hmm. as you can. That just means uh, let low reflections. Um, so sound, even spoken spoken word, obviously sound travels at twelve hundred feet a second. So that wow. can get off a back wall and get back into your microphone and affect frequency response and sound weird. Do some phasing things faster than you you would imagine. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think about that. But you've you've always walked into a room, you know, that's been pretty hard surfaces with parallel walls. And it's just something about the room when you try to talk to somebody. It's, yeah. it's frustrating. It's annoying. You just hear it. Maybe you can't pinpoint exactly what it is, but that's uh, that sound just going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, so absorption is a big thing you can do, and you don't need a ton of it, especially if you're in a smaller room. Oh, Say yeah, you're in like an yeah. eight by ten type of bedroom thing, and it's just a little noisy, and you got a lot of hard surfaces. Um, a little bit of this paneling that I have behind me, or like uh, we crafted for your room oh, yeah. yeah can do uh, a world of good yeah. for your spoken audio or even just a blanket like throwing a blanket yep. over the table or <laughs> hanging it up over the windows or something like that something that I, i've noticed too um especially budget yep. stuff uh the shipping blankets packing blankets yep. those are dense enough to be able to absorb hang those or or even a bookshelf full of books just you uh-huh. just something with some uneven surfaces on an opposite end of the room that's going to uh, uh, reflect some of the mm-hmm. sound waves is going to help you out a lot. That's awesome. Um, in this room, we have treatment in the front. You want where you listen or where you speak, you kind of want to have uh, a very low reflection zone coming off your speakers or your microphones. So we have some above and on the side and in the back, we have thicker ones for the low end because low end tends to build up in the back. Um, so all these things are, are good to consider. Yeah. Let's absolutely. just say that. Absolutely. So we've talked about, um, especially if you're doing voiceover stuff, if you're on a budget or, you know, obviously don't have the money to, to sound treat a room, Mm -hmm. literally going into a closet that has clothes around it, you Mm -hmm. know, being able to be in there, a blue microphone, a snowball, Mm -hmm. it's a great cheap way to get into a a decent sounding USB microphone, plug in your computer, record in your closet. And you'd be surprised at what you can get out of that. So yeah, consider your room. Your room is almost as important as your microphone. Absolutely. I'll say that for sure. Absolutely. So, and if you're not able to do that, I mean, we've talked about, you know, 
Amazon, there's all kinds of cheap lapels that you can use, especially if you're recording video. You you want to try to keep the microphone out of the way because you don't want it to be the center of attention, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lapel is basically a little clip-on microphone that you can have um, that you can tuck in, plug into a phone. Um, let's talk about that a little bit because a lot of people have issues with gain. Mm-hmm. So can you explain a little bit, just a brief overview of what gain is or what's you know <clears throat> clipping yeah, so all like microphones that. need some kind of amplification on the back end of them to produce sound, right? So we're running this microphone into the console, which we're gaining up with the mic preamps. Uh, and that's a very common thing with microphones. So a lot of people don't understand that and uh, usually crank it too hot mm-hmm. and get some uh, uh, feedback and distortion going on on their input. And that's really something you can't fix on the back end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I recommend being way under uh, your levels. Levels are going to look different depending on what program you're on, but don't be afraid to be under uh, a recommended level because you can always gain that up in in your software. Mm -hmm. With the digital world, we can do that a lot more these days. Um, But another tendency with cheaper microphone preamps Mm -hmm. is that they don't have a lot of gain in them. And when you do crank it and try to get a microphone like an SM7, something with very low output, uh, not exactly the stealth, which has a pretty good output, but you'll start to distort um, your levels really fast and you get a lot of hiss. Mm-hmm. It's like when you turn like a car speaker up really loud and there's nothing playing, you hear that kind of come in. Yep, yep. You're going to build that into a mic real fast, especially a lower end mic. So really be careful with your levels. Good rule of thumb is to be under what you think you need. You can always gain that back up yep. in your software. Yeah, and a lot of the... Even if you're plugged into a phone or something like that, you can control that. So Rode mm-hmm. has a great app mm-hmm. application um, that you can plug in and actually do. So it's called the Reporter. Um, I know that that actually is, that's built for reporters on the go who are just yeah. recording straight to their phone yeah. to be able to catch an audio piece. Um, you can you can really check your level in that. Um, obviously, staying in that green yellowish area if you're hitting that red you're clipping and that's where jason was talking about you're going to get a lot of distortion get a lot of feedback a lot of sound and that's something like you said you cannot fix but you can always turn it up base it off of your levels not off the volume of what you're hearing Yeah, because you need to make sure all your monitoring is right and your headphones are turned up where they need to be i will say too if you're recording to a camera audio um and we deal with this almost every shoot Mm -hmm. turn the gain on your camera the preamps on your camera as far down as you can will it, where it'll still accept a signal. So on our Sonys, that's usually at one because mm-hmm. we want all the gain coming from the, uh, the microphone preamp or the receiver from the wireless transmitter because that's going to be a better, cleaner signal coming out of that than what your camera can do. I've yet to f- use a DSLR or any kind of camera uh, that has nice onboard audio gain. I just, all it, is terrible. it never sounds great. <laughs> yeah, so don't, true. so turn it all the way down as far as you can and use gain externally. Yeah, whether that's a wireless receiver, whatever that is. Yep, and so that that goes with same with your phone too. If you're recording mm-hmm. a video with your phone, make sure that obviously everything is is synced up. Um, you can record that. A lot of people don't know that you can record your audio separate from what your actual video is recording, and so mm-hmm. make sure that that is uh, if if you can get the mic as close as you can. Try not to be right up on your phone, but I know we work with a lot of people that have to have a wider view or a wider video. And so Mm -hmm. it is one of those that uh, a lapel is going to be the best 
microphone for them in that situation. So, um, so if you guys didn't know this, but uh, Miss Lauren actually was a broadcast teacher. I was. Yeah. So she taught people, probably hundreds of people who are now on TV broadcasting the news. No? Thousands. Maybe thousands. <laughs> There's no way, real way to actually tell. So, uh, but Lauren, <laughs> talk to us a little bit about... Slowing down, not mumbling, mm. as I'm like, now, now, brown cow. Right. Do all the anchorman things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some like tips for people who are, you know, obviously going through mm-hmm. launching, talking, you know, launching these videos? What are some maybe exercises? I don't know if you, what, what did you teach exactly? So <laughs> TV broadcasting is focusing a lot on like news and like reporting. Um, so when I was teaching, my students were doing like a school show. So I did, I taught anchoring and... Um, and then the basic news package, like going out and getting your B-roll and doing your interview, the editing of all that. Nice. And so real basic and everything. Um, I think on when we're just talking about basic recording, you know, nothing fancy like that's going on up in here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I totally agree that a lapel mic is going to help a lot. Um, I think a lot of us struggle being in places that do record well. Um, I know where I taught my studio was next to a basketball gym. Oh goodness. (laughs) So a lot of screeching shoes on the, yep. Yep. Yeah. Practice was always going during my (laughs) class. So, um, but I think a lot has to do also with just prep on, you know, before you start, before you hit the record button, thinking about what you're going to say, um, giving yourself a chance to relax, I think is a huge mm-hmm. one as well. Um, so that you're not talking super, super, super fast. Yeah. Um, and not tripping over your words. Um, a lot of people think it's best to memorize what they're going to say. And that's really not good mm-hmm. advice. Um, because then when you forget one word, you're done. Yeah. Um, so just trying to be yourself and relax helps a lot. Um, and then just thinking some of the basics of just having a distraction free zone, um, helps with a lot of my students. So just saying, you know, don't interview someone in front of a large crowd or, you know, and yeah. um, with really, we've all seen how that goes on news reports so, yeah. when there's people. <laughs> right. Um, especially, yeah. Think yeah. about if you're going live, uh, that's yeah. a really good, yeah. where yeah. you can't edit out. That would <laughs> yeah. be something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of also, um, Hmm. I lost my, see, nope. I lost my train yeah, of thought. <laughs> I distracted you. That's my fault. <laughs> That's so basically, we go back to it again of do the opposite of what we are doing <laughs> yeah. right. right now. Yeah. And you'll be fine. It's good. You'll be fine. So, um, no, this is all, this is all really helpful, really good stuff. So let's kind of, I guess, final thoughts around this. If, if, you know, you're talking to somebody who is, who is really, you know, they're nervous, they don't know what to do, that, you know, you look into the audio world and it's just overwhelming, right? So what are some some advice that you would you would give somebody who's just wants to start a YouTube channel? They're like, I just want to provide value to my people. I want to get this information out there. What are some basics advice, I guess? Go, go ahead, Lauren, if you want to kick it off there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's saying, how do you want to present yourself to your audience? And I think when you have like, even just getting like that basic $20 mic for, um, clearer audio, I mean, it says a lot that you care about being heard. And in a clear way, it says something about your, um, professional ways that you do business. I mean, just that you're willing to go that extra mile so that you have a better image to your audience. I mean, that says a lot in there. So, um, yeah, just taking those basic steps, um, I think helps a lot. Nice, nice. 
I would say back to what our first conversation was about, just content really is king. Uh, the delivery method is really secondary. My, my kids watch so much YouTube and so many of these like 13-year-old gamers that I'm watching their video just going, man, they could have done better lighting. That's the worst. <laughs> that looks awful. The audio's shaky. My kids don't care. Yeah. And I look at the view count and they got like 50 million views. So I'm obviously not looking at the right thing here, but just content is the most important thing. The delivery method is secondary. Yes, gear can matter, but it's not the end all. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would say. Yeah, speaking of YouTube, if you have a question on that stuff, jump out there, try to learn something. Take an hour, set up, just say, hey, I'm just gonna learn very basics of audio production, make sure that when I do step in front of the microphone, when I do step in front of the camera, I am providing that value in a, in a very qualitative Quality, qualitative, don't mumble and know what you're gonna say. Okay, that's my final think advice. Before you speak, think before you speak. <laughs> <laughs> but just yeah. make sure that you know. Take the time to invest in yourself and learn these things. It, it really, I mean, we live in an age where you can learn anything. Yeah, you, in, in an hour, really. Yeah, so. ha- half of my up, coming up in the audio game was spent online. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of. Where can uh, people find more information about you and Red Barn? Yeah, Red Barn Studios online at redbarnstudio.net. And if you just search Red Barn Studio on Instagram, that's where the majority of our action is taking place. Absolutely. We uh, like to keep engaged with our followers there and keep people on the up and up of what's happening. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Jason at redbarnstudio.net. Boom. If you want to record. That's called email. If you <laughs> <laughs> Sign up to receive electronic <laughs> mail from Jason. Um, yeah, so obviously we take all the notes, make sure that everything is up to date on our website. So make sure you guys check out GoRogueX.com. Um, we'll make sure we have all the links to everything that we talked about there. And uh, if you guys have any questions, we'd love to continue the conversation over on Facebook. So make sure you look us up, GoRogueX, as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and have an awesome day. You ready? Okay. Okay. What was the very last Netflix show you watched? Oh, goodness. Uh, I was just watching the one about the guy that free climbed El Cap. Oh, uh, free solo. Yeah. It made me just tense up the whole time. But yes, that was it. All right. That was it. That was... That was easy. That was, by the way, that was a beautiful movie. I got to see oh, it in uh, IMAX. It was... Oh, God. It hurts. It makes stomach. me... Yeah. I've... I've I've recently been to Yosemite and looked oh, at El Cap and said, no, thank you. I wouldn't go 10 feet up that thing. It was up in like three hours. 3,000 feet. Yeah. Give me a break. It just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Mine was actually a dino. Yeah, Lauren knows Dana what Dana the dino the is. Dinosaur. Yeah. A dino? Dino the dinosaur. No, Dana the dinosaur. Oh, there's dino and Dana. There's oh, two. True. Oh gosh. Wait, no, that's a prime show. Netflix is probably Office because that was last night, so it's standard. Not boring. Watch the Office. The best quote I've ever seen though is it says, um, "I pay Netflix ten dollars a month to mm. be able to watch the Office anytime." <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so that's my go-to. All right.
What about you, Lauren? What was your last? You got to answer this too. Yeah, actually, it was The Office. Uh, I was <laughs> yes. watching the episode where Michael thinks he's going to that party in New York, but it's only oh. for a chat room. <laughs> yes, the club is called Chat Room, and password is password. Right, exactly. Oh, the password. Sorry. The more I think about it, though, we also the thing I consistently watch the most is Grand Hotel, which no translates to, to the Grand oh. Hotel, which is a period piece in in. Uh, Set in Spain, in Spanish. It's basically a soap opera, but because it's a period piece and it's in (laughs) Spanish, we like, me and Jamie love it and we write it off as this great TV show. And we're like 50 episodes into like, of like, of like 90. And so we're cooking. Yeah. (laughs) And it's all, it's all in Spanish. Keep your, uh, your translation going. Well, I just sit there and read it. (laughs) Subtitles. But, but your wife actually knows what people are getting murdered and people are having (laughs) other people's babies. I mean, it's like daytime TV, but because it's set in like 1920. Yeah. And it's in Spanish. We're like, oh, it's great TV. Oh, it's so good. So good, good. guys. (laughs) So that's our dirty little secret. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second question. Okay, this one's not that difficult. All right, what is the favorite, the most favorite city you visited? Mm. Oh, is I'll let you me? go first because I'm gonna think about this for a minute. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go real artsy here. Mm. Vic, Iceland. Vic, Vic. Oh, bro. Oh, I yes. just dro- I just dropped that one. Drop Vic on him. Follow at. Hey Brian, hey! If you want to see some pictures of me, dude, I was there with you, wasn't I? Word. Wasn't I? The church is there. The the like little oh that was st- whatever sticking the up. gas station. The gas station with the monster trucks everywhere. <laughs> Iceland. Oh, Iceland, we love you. We do. I that's a great back. answer. Yeah, that's the um, first thing that popped in my. It was so beautiful. Even driving out and through the the mountains. Oh, I mean, they just kind of engulfed so you there, and you hit the coast. Oh, it's beautiful. That's not where we had that KFC, was it? That was another town. <laughs> that okay. was amazing. That was, okay. Anyway, sorry, Lord. We're like, we're uh, yeah, out over there. Um, favorite town? It just like ever? Yeah. Oh goodness, you visited, dude. You've been all over the place. I'm gonna go with somewhere in Spain. Uh, I'm thinking I'm honing in on it. Uh, there's a town called Toledo in Spain, which is south of Madrid. It was the old capital and has these streets that are just like fantastically old and cobblestone. And nice. they love marzipan there. So we ate a bunch of marzipan. You know what that is? It's like an almond uh, treat. Oh, yeah. Like, kind of like fondant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like fondant, but they have tons of marzipan. We went there before kids. That's maybe why it's such a fun memory. Uh, we had nothing to do but with each other. Uh, we're just free. Living life. Um, so I'll say Toledo, Spain. Uh, nice. We were like, let's move here. I was like, let's do it. Absolutely. Haven't done it yet. I don't want to move to V. I'm just saying. That's it's too cold, it's too bro. Cold. <laughs> it's fun to visit. All right, Lauren, is yours like... You know, Farmington or <laughs> that was my second runner up. Springdale. So, you know, I was going to do something that was like a little bit more like generic, but yeah. now I feel like you I got have it. To. Absolutely. We yeah, set the stage. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go with a village in India called Jimangalam. I Whoa. taught kindergarten there um, one summer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I was 18 and the only American there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's bold. <laughs> so it was culture shock. Uh, oh. I also had to eat in the cafeteria at the school. And so it was like, like from the sun, hot <laughs> food and they would be either like chicken or fish usually. Mm. And like, it would be like, you get the tail, the middle or the head of the fish. Oh, wow. Mm. 
Um, yeah. And like <laughs> the little girls would be like squishing the eyeball of the fish on my plate. They thought it was really funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now I feel really bad because we went like all like touristy. touristy. <laughs> She's like, I served underprivileged children. Oh, in oh but it was super cool. It was super cool. That is that awesome really cool. though. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. But yeah. they gave me a little like yogurt to like cut it down and everything. But the kids thought I was a big wham. Oh, mm. wow. Nice. Yeah. But that was my coolest one. Griffin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>